Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. We're Welcome into the rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Appreciate you checking us out this afternoon. As uh, we uh, get closer and closer to the Memorial Day holiday, you know, Memorial Day is always kind of a cool day for me because I like, uh, just from the sports perspective, I understand the Memorial Day as far as the national stand front. I think that that's great. But I'm also in the camp of, man, I miss, I miss, uh, I miss the times like with, this is like the best time for like college baseball. Like right now we should be in championship weekend. That's kind of where we should be thinking about uh, being right now. And we're not. And that is sad. But you know what? As a country, I think we're going to get through this. But uh, I, I just, man, <laughs> it just makes me, makes me a little sad to think that this weekend should be conference championship weekend. We should be talking about the Gamecocks and Hoover, Clemson up in Durham. <sighs> but we don't have that. And that was sad. That's just sad. Well, I tell you what, <laughs> we're not going to dwell on it too much this afternoon I have a bevy of things we're going to talk about, and including uh, an interesting uh, concept that may be happening to the Superdome down in New Orleans. Wait, what? Yes, the Superdome down in New Orleans may have uh, something interesting that may or may not happen to it. Someone has decided that they want to do something to the Superdome. We'll tell you about that. Also... I've got several other little things here. You know, we mentioned um, at the top of the hour here with Fox Sports Radio's update that we uh, the rumors about Dak Prescott wanting $45 million on one year of his contract were out there. Uh, yeah, Dak Prescott's not worth that. So when I heard that, I was like, either Dak Prescott's delusional or these reports are kind of off. Although they were from... NFL.com, and several other sites. So, yeah, so there's that. But we'll get into that momentarily. But I want to talk a little bit about the NASCAR thing, uh, race last night in uh, Darlington. And I'll tell you what. NASCAR has been at a point where I think that they've gotten away from being 
the regional race leader that they were for the longest time. What I mean by that is, is that when NASCAR was at its roots, NASCAR was awesome. Rockingham, uh, two races a year at Darlington, NASCAR rocked. Now it's like they tried to be too, uh, too advanced and, and they tried to be too goofy with it, extending it across the country, expanding their brand, which is what a lot of folks try to do. And it ends up blowing up back in their face where, let's be honest, there aren't a lot of NASCAR fans anymore. I say that because at one point it was just huge. Now it's just like, eh. I think the older generation of fans don't like some of the new drivers. You know, there used to be a big hatred for like, you know, everybody liked Rusty Wallace or Jeff, or they hated Jeff Gordon. And then you had people that liked Jeff Gordon. Now it's like, uh, uh, I don't know if I really like some of these guys or not. But last night, there was kind of a glimmer of hope. And, and I'll tell you why. First of all, NASCAR and UFC are the two things that are going head and shoulders above everything right now because they're really the only local sports we have. Okay? Let's put that out there. But, so NASCAR's on a big, they've got everyone's attention because they're the only thing that they are. The only thing that's going right now other than the UFC. But last night, they kind of tangled up and Kyle Busch put Chase Elliott in the wall and Chase Elliott gets out of his car and when he got out of his car last night, I thought he was going to chuck his helmet at him. I honestly thought that that was going to happen. But he steps back and just and gives him the finger after he's uh, getting uh, taken out. You know, he's taken out of the race. Gives him the old Steve Austin salute. When I watched that, I was like, you know, I had the NASCAR going because it was NASCAR, and it, there's something to there's something with sports that we can watch, but. Then that happens, and I'm, I'm paying attention the rest of the race. So NASCAR, with that last night, and I'm not saying that people are attracted to, to people that, uh, that run around and give people uh, the old, the old one-finger salute. What I'm saying is, is that it's, uh, it's just interesting that people were more jacked or at least I was. I know my Twitter feed went off last night when I saw uh, after that happened. You got people talking about, oh, this was good, this was bad. I was I was really, it was like a, a breath of fresh air. I think people like rivalries. And I think at that point in time, if let's say that they both wrecked out together and both of their cars were close by, Chase Elliott might have got out and slapped and slapped him senseless. He might have slapped Kyle Busch senseless last night if he could have gotten his hands on him. He looked like he was just not happy. And I tell you what, that's the kind of thing that NASCAR needs right now. That NASCAR needs a lot more rivalries. And I think all sports need that too. People like to have the idea of Wow, these guys don't like each other. If you go back and you look at it, a lot of times, especially like in the NBA, and we just got done with the Michael Jordan documentary, Michael Jordan hated Isaiah Thomas. And that was real. And people tuned in because they love that. 
They love the controversy. Uh, Kevin, uh, what was it, uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant, they bashed each other back and forth, one's making rap albums about the other one and everything else. But people like that kind of thing. I think that's one of the cool things about sports is that you can have rivalries. Lord knows, during South Carolina Clemson football week, you've got everybody and their brother snipping at each other. Gamecock fans, when, uh, when they won five in a row, man, they were, they were losing their mind, throwing up the five sign and everything else. Clemson fans doing the same thing now. They've won six in a row. It's just crazy. But last night, I thought was a, kind of a step for NASCAR. And you know what? We like to look at things that have happened during this pandemic, and we like to think about, well, this is something that could be good. If I'm in NASCAR or the UFC, I'm thinking that, wow, this is going to be one of the coolest times for us because we're not going to be buried in the back. You know, you had your set of fans that cared about NASCAR, and I'm not mocking those fans. I know lots of people there. There were, I think someone posted on Twitter that they were tailgating out at Darlington or near Darlington, even though they couldn't get into the race. Those are the hardcore fans. But as far as bringing somebody in new, I don't know if uh, it's been a much better time than right now with the UFC and with uh, NASCAR. 803-978-1832. I thought I'd open it up today. and We could talk about some of your favorite rivalries because I think that that's a developing one in NASCAR right now. And I think that it's going to be some interesting stuff as far as... Um, in the future, because I guarantee you everybody and their brother is going to be seeing what, what Elliot and Kyle Busch are going to be saying to each other. So I thought about some of the rivalries that, that were out there that, that I remember. And I say rivalries, I mean, you could just tell guys didn't like each other. You know, as I said with the last dance, Michael Jordan didn't like Isaiah Thomas. We kind of knew that. You've had other issues where guys were just competitive with each other. And that's important, too. Got to be competitive when you're out there. But some of the great rivalries that you remember, we'll take those calls at 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. You know, one of them that's kind of out there on the golf front is uh, Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods. I don't think that they have, like, a disdain for each other, but I think there's a healthy rivalry there. Some other rivalries, uh, Magic, uh, Magic and Larry Bird. Those two guys went at each other like it was crazy. But I think the development of a rivalry in NASCAR last night uh, with uh, the old one-finger salute, that's something that could be good for the sport and something we can take away from this coronavirus that we, uh, that we like. I mean, and I mean that with... We can watch these new rivalries blossom and bloom right in front of us. 803-978-1832-803-978-1832 is the number to call. If you want to join us on the rundown this afternoon, here on Fox Sports Radio 1400, around the world on the iHeartRadio app, we'll take your calls on that. Also, if you check out the blog page today, I had, I posted something about the... 
the fact that the New Orleans Superdome is they're losing their uh, naming rights sponsor. The, it was the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Now they're going to uh, focus on all of their stuff being in Atlanta. And when I look at that, I think, oh, okay, well, you know, companies have got to do what they've got to do. But now there is an adult website, an adult website that has decided that they want uh, to bid on the naming rights for the New Orleans Saints Superdome. And it comes from an adult website that is called Strip Chat. They want to call it, and this is not a joke, they want to name it the Strip Chat Superdome. And for it to be home to the future Super Bowl champion New Orleans Saints, they're announcing a bid of $15 million for the naming rights to the Superdome because... The current sponsors are like, uh, nope, we can't have that. Can't have that. Uh, the Mercedes-Benz is focusing their stuff on what's going on in Atlanta. So they need a naming rights sponsor. Do you think that's going to happen? And I think about all the other stadiums around the country with off-the-wall companies that could uh, could possibly put themselves in the arena of hey, uh, we want to sponsor your stadium. Who's going to be the first stadium to do it? I don't think it'll be the New Orleans Superdome. I think it'll be a stadium that may be like a minor league facility. That may come. It may come down to some minor league team that's like, man, we like to make budget. They're going to give us X amount of dollars, which is a lot more than we normally would get. Okay, we'll call it uh, Strip Chat Field or insert adult website name here. You think that's going to work in New Orleans? We'll take calls on that as well at 803-978-1832. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to join us on the rundown this afternoon. Also, we're going to talk a little bit of college baseball for a moment. Um, according to... An article from D1Baseball.com, Power 5 coaches have got together and they've unveiled what they call a new college baseball model. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They think this is a way that will be economically easy for them to uh, sustain actual programs. So... I thought we'd go over this for just a minute. You know, we had on from USC uh, Sumter, their head coach, uh, Coach Medlin. And he talked a little bit about um, right now how there's a lot of stuff that's open in the air. And yeah, he's right about that. But this is a, kind of a way that the Power Five conferences are talking about doing their thing. 
So we'll see how this works out. But uh, I thought this was very interesting when I looked at it today. And I'm going to give you a, a couple of the points, and then we'll discuss a lot of them here in a moment. But they mentioned that uh, Michigan coach Eric Bats, Eric Bacon, or Eric Backett said, this is about the sustainability and growth of college baseball for the 2022 season and beyond. Universities and athletic departments across the country are facing a financial crisis, and our sport operates at a significant financial net loss amongst teams. That's not a good combination. Eric Bakick and Tim Corbin are both in on support of this proposal. So here's what they're trying to do as uh, we move along here. The season will start on March 18th. It'll be 14 weeks long. June 22nd through June 26th, you'll have conference tournaments. June 27th is the selection show. July 1st to July 4th is the date set up for uh, the NCAA regionals, which that would be a heck of a thing to have on July 4th because generally that's like one of the deadest sports days of the year. So, yeah. So that's great. Then you have July 8th through July 10th, NCAA Super Regionals. And then July 15th, the College World Series, the National Championship Series would begin on July 23rd through July 25th. Now, the cool part about that is that uh, you kind of condense the season a little bit. I think that with that, You've got to think about, all right, well, I've got tons of, uh, I've got, my brain is uh, not functioning today as I'm looking at my notes, but I think that that takes away from the complete summer for the students. Because if you end up in July 27th as, as the date that ends up, that's your final date, okay, well, then guess what? You've got, what, maybe... If you make it to the finals, you got, what, two weeks off before you got to be back in class in some parts of the country? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Three distinct parts as part of this uh, program, financial stability, academics, and student-athlete welfare. But the finances are the big part of it. So an interesting concept that a lot of people uh, think is gaining ground. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to join us on the rundown. We'll bring more of the, down more of this when we come back. But it's very interesting that uh, people are coming up with a plan, especially where, as right now, I mean, we've already lost Furman in our state as one of the uh, power five, the, one of the baseball teams that uh, was put on the chopping block. Bowling Green has lost their team as well. So it's interesting. And a lot of it comes down to money and how these programs can actually make money. 803-978-1832 is the number to call if you want to join us on The Rundown. This is Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to The Rundown. I am Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us today. You know, we just wrapped up with The Last Dance, and ladies and gentlemen, the next big documentary is going to be Tom Brady. 
a nine-part ESPN documentary series in 2021. Yes. I tell you what, there are a lot of people that love or hate Tom Brady. This will go over well in Boston. It will not go over well in Indianapolis or you could even argue uh, New York and definitely Pittsburgh. Baltimore will probably uh, not take up very good ratings there as well. But that will be the next big ESPN documentary. And it will appear on the network next season. Brady quoted, I've quoted Theodore Roosevelt's Man in the Arena speech since I was painted on our weight room wall at UM in 95. It's a constant reminder to ignore the noise, buckle my chin strap, and battle through whatever comes my way. And then he talks about it's coming to ESPN in 2021. Are you going to be as excited about this as uh, we were about Michael Jordan? For me, it's going to be a hard no. I don't care about Tom Brady. Yes, he was. He did some great stuff at quarterback, but let's be honest. I don't think that Brady is as loved around the country as Jordan was, and Jordan still is. I don't think Brady has had the mark on sports that Jordan has. And if you tell me you think he does, look at your feet when you were playing basketball, when you were a middle schooler, high schooler, or whatever. If you had the money... You bought a set of Jordans. Jordan left his mark on our country as a whole. And that's an absolute fact. So I'm not as jacked about a Tom Brady documentary as I will be for the, uh, as I was for the Jordan documentary. I'm just not. So that comes to the question, who would you like to see? For me, uh, I'm, I would like to see, and I'm not saying that he is, a guy that, uh, I mean, I think he's changed culture, but not nearly to the length that Michael Jordan did. I wish it should, they would let, I wish he would let this happen, and that would be Vince McMahon from the WWE. Now, I know that everybody's like, but Rob, I don't like the wrestling stuff. Well, I'm talking about if I like it. I'm just saying that's the one that I like. If there's one that you would like, let us know at 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. For me, it's Vince McMahon, but I want the, I want the, uh, the access that we can see everything. We could see him, uh, you know, chewing people out in the boardroom, in the conference room, whatever. That's what I want. I would love to see that. I'd also love to see. Um, I think that Aaron Rodgers would be interesting too. I mean, if they're giving Tom Brady one, you might as well go with Aaron Rodgers as well. Why not? I think the cookie-cutter answer is, oh, well, let's see Tiger Woods. Let's see what Tiger Woods can do and get access with Tiger Woods. I don't know if I'm buying that either. I mean, there are people that would love to watch that. But for me, it would be like, uh, okay. All right, we'll watch a Tiger Woods documentary. But Tom Brady, I think there's going to be a bunch of people that tune in to see it. I think I'd like to, if they're going to let, like, if he's doing it uh, through this season with his season with the Buccaneers, that'll be interesting. If we can get an idea of what Bill Belichick is doing, that would be interesting too. If they'll allow that kind of access behind the scenes, I would definitely be into that. But I also like the idea of following a team for a year, and I think they've done that on some stuff. You know, 
I think that's kind of cool. But wouldn't you like to follow, let, like, just say your favorite baseball team for a year, and you can watch it the following year and see how things go? Sort of like what they do with uh, Netflix's documentary on, uh, I can't even remember the name of it. They do it oh, Last Chance You. Highlight some players, go about that route. I would watch that. That would be interesting. I don't think anything is going to compare to The Last Dance, though, because I think, um, well, first of all, we're in the middle of a pandemic and everyone is, was at home and they were basically forced to watch it. So the idea that, uh, and we, Lord help us, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, 2021, but hopefully things will be somewhat back to normal by 2021. Tom Brady will be down the pipe next. But you know what? Athletes don't want to have that kind of thing either because I think it shows sides of them that they just don't want to see. You don't want to know bad things about your favorite player. If you're a big Michael Jordan guy, you don't want to see where he was clowning everybody in practice and and making fun of people and everything else. You don't want to see that. So the idea of honesty in these is, is kind of tough. And Jordan's taken a beating here in the past couple of days from Horace Grant. There was a report out there that Scottie Pippen didn't like what was said in there. So the idea of honesty is tough. You just don't see it. And I think a lot of it is written for TV. I mean, I want the boring and the non-boring stuff. Why not? 803-978-1832. Who do you think you would like to see in the next mega documentary? Right now, uh, Tom Brady is up next, according to Brady and ESPN. Tiger Woods, I think, won a poll that I saw online. I don't know. I don't know if I'd buy into the whole Tiger Woods thing. Maybe that's just me. Uh, we do have some good news on the college front. This broke yesterday, but obviously we uh, want to bring this to you as well. Uh, they are basically putting in uh, the standards of what can actually happen as far as college sports goes. Ohio State's athletic director today came out and said, hey, guess what? Uh, we have the capability to have maybe 30,000 fans in their 105,000-seat stadium. So they're already keying up for, hey, we're going to have uh, college football, but there's probably going to be some... Um, you know, some social distancing and stuff that's put out there. So, yeah, I think there's that, too. That's going to be interesting. We'll see how that works out. But 30,000 fans, you know, uh, Ray Tanner was on with Teddy Hefner a couple weeks ago, and he said that it may be close to 15,000 that are at a game for Williams-Brice. Now, I wonder how tailgating is going to be with that. Because, I mean, I think people are going to go down there just to tailgate, even if they can't get in. But if you're going to have 30,000 fans, uh, you're going to have a section of those that's nothing but students. I think it should be all students. Why not? 803-978-1832. is the number to call. If you want to join us on the rundown this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the on the rundown this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400 around the world on the iHeartRadio app. I've got uh, a list coming up this afternoon and we will uh, go over some interesting uh, some future stars in my opinion. Let's uh, head out to the phones real quick. 
Welcome into the rundown. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. If you're going to do a documentary on a golfer, it should be Lee Trevino. You think so? Oh, yeah. Even now? I mean, he's a little bit older. Amazing. Is is there somebody that's outside of golf that you would want to see? Because I hear Tom Brady, and I'm like, uh, okay. No. Uh, Exactly. I mean, (laughs) yeah, Tom Brady's not not a fan around here in Carolina, I think. I think he'll be great Uh, in Boston, but I I don't know about here. I think about coaches, uh, Steve Spurrier in his prime would have been great. Uh, But as far as coaches right now, I mean – is there a coach you want to follow around and, and see what see what they do throughout a season? I don't think so. No, I mean, you know, John Wooden maybe, but he's like you said, are you live people? <clears throat> yeah. I think that alienates okay. a good a good section of them, but yeah, I mean it's it's <laughs> no, I mean, what I mean by that is that uh I think a lot of people appreciate John Wooden, they would probably watch that, but uh as far as head coaches now, I mean I can't think of a coach that's live right now that I would want to uh, follow around. Hey, I appreciate your call, buddy. Thanks so much. No problem. All right, so there you go with that. Uh, as far as coaches goes, he likes John Wooden. Why not? I don't see a problem with John Wooden if you can uh, get all of the archival footage together. Everybody else, eh, not so much. More of the rundown in just a moment. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Strap in. It's time for the list. The list this afternoon on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Appreciate you checking us out on the show. Um, I, I went through this today where I was thinking about stars of tomorrow. And why I'm saying that is because if you look at a lot of the stars of today... It's safe to say like five years from now, LeBron James is probably going to be retired. Uh, A lot of these guys that we've been talking about, I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers will be retired. I don't see him playing much longer. Tom Brady should definitely be retired by then. Although Tom Brady may play until he's 50. We never know. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to pick out uh, my five up-and-coming athletes. All right, five athletes that I think are going to be uh, right there up top. Uh, for a while now, and th- for a little bit further through the future, okay, is kind of the way that I'm looking at this. So this is my my top five uh, youngsters that are under the age of 25. All right, so here we go. Number five. Number five on the list this afternoon. You have to go with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the guy last season, man, was outstanding. This is a guy that. Uh, was, I think he, he had over 100, uh, 100 catches, was an all-pro, and he's still a youngster. For me, at number five, I am going with uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think that he is going to be an outstanding piece for the Carolina Panthers. 
until they trade him and he ends up somewhere else. Number four. Number four on the list this afternoon here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. You know, you got to go with Zion Williamson down in New Orleans. You watch him, right? And he literally, it's almost like much must-watch television, man. You have got to, like, catch this guy. And what's he going to do next? How's he going to dominate tonight's game? You want to see him square off. We want to have that moment sort of like we had with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. We want Zion to square off with LeBron. There's a part of me that wants to see Zion Williamson dunk on LeBron just because like, I don't like LeBron. But that's just me. But I think Zion Williamson is right there at number four. He'd be higher if he wasn't injured the majority of the season. Number three. Number three on the list this afternoon on Fox Sports Radio 1400, Ja Morant, South Carolina's own, ladies and gentlemen. I like Ja Morant a lot. I think he's going to bring uh, Memphis into the mix, man. They are going to be solid, solid, solid with him in the backcourt. Uh, just a gifted passer in the NBA, and it's so cool what he can do with the ball right now as a rookie. I don't even think he's old enough to, to buy a drink yet. I got to check his age, but he is definitely, definitely worthy of being number three. Number two. Number two on the list this afternoon. You know what? I, I thought about this for a good bit. And number two on the list, for my list anyway, I, I got to go with Saquon Barkley, who has made his mark. You know, 4-4 speed in the 40 can catch the ball like a wide receiver. Rookie of the year, 2,000 yards from scrimmage, 15 touchdowns with a poor Giants D offense. Yeah, Saquon Barkley is going to be a star, in my opinion. And he's good enough for number two. And number one. Number one, it's very easy. And I, I, I wanted to give it to two guys. Okay, and I, 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 because I couldn't pick between the two. But you got to go with Deshaun Watson at number one. He's 24 years old, and I think he's just outstanding for Houston. He is going to be the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL, and he's definitely taking that Superman thing seriously with the Kansas City Chiefs, or excuse me, with the uh, Houston Texans. And he's the best player on the team and becoming one of the faces of the NFL at 24 years old. So you have him there. And then it was really hard for me because I couldn't I couldn't really layer these at uh, one and two. But so it's just one A and one B. Uh, Pat Mahomes already won a Super Bowl and is just outstanding, an outstanding player, a guy that. When you look, when he came out, everybody's like, "Man, they drafted this guy." They didn't. They didn't think much of him. Played at Texas Tech, and you had the whole thing of, "Oh, he plays in that Texas Tech system. That's cute." That's kind of how I felt about it. But he's only 24 years old, and he's already won a Super Bowl. So there's that. Threw for 50 touchdowns last year. He did throw 12 picks. Imagine if he cleans that up. How crazy great are the uh, Chiefs going to be? If he can clean up those 12 interceptions. There are games like that game last year with Houston where him and Deshaun Watson went head-to-head. That was one of the more entertaining games of the year. 
It showed Houston has absolutely no defense. But hey, it was entertaining. So I had to go 1A and 1B with those two. We'll take your calls at 803-978-1832. The stars of tomorrow, that's today's list on Fox Sports Radio 1400, around the world on the iHeartRadio app. You know, you could make an argument that uh, there should be some baseball players there. I, it's kind of, I, I can't argue that too much. Maybe I'm just a, I'm, I'm upset about baseball. Maybe that's why they didn't come up in, uh, in my research. I guess I would have put Ronald Acuna Jr. in there. As he's an outstanding player for the Braves. I don't think he's – I think he just turned 21, 22. So, yeah, why not? Why not have him up there as one of uh, the young stars? I think outside of Atlanta, though, until he can get to a point where he's going to be able to uh, – um, I think the fact that he struggles with English may uh, temper him a little bit. Because I think if they just focus with what's on the field, I think he'll be outstanding. But as far as reaching out and, and becoming more vocal within uh, our country, if he doesn't speak, if he, if he can't get, uh, if, if he still struggles with English, I think that's going to be a problem. But I think Acuna Jr. is right there, right there. It should be uh, right up there near the top. But then again, I, I'm having a hard time figuring out who I'm going to take off the list. But, yeah, I know I went, I went uh, the wuss way out and went 1A and 1B with my two prominent young stars being Deshaun Watson and, of course, Pat Mahomes. But uh, in my opinion, you can't lose with both, either one of them. If you start an NFL franchise, that's who you want. You want a Deshaun Watson. You want a Pat Mahomes. You can make an argument that Watson's injuries, you know, he's had his knee uh, ACL replaced a couple of times. You could argue that that may be something that, would keep you from taking him, but I don't think you could lose with either one. 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832. Several things that we've gone over today. You could talk about your favorite rivalry because I think we had a new one blossom in NASCAR last night. Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch, the old one-finger salute in Darlington. And then we can you can also talk about uh, your young star. Tomorrow, the... Uh, proposed baseball plan that's out there from the Power Five conferences. Joe Healy's going to join us from Baseball America. We'll get his opinion on that and see uh, what he thinks about that. And programs that are opening up and closing, or excuse me, programs that are closing up as far as college baseball goes, I think this is something we're going to have to deal a lot with. We'll talk to Joe Healy from Baseball America tomorrow and uh, figure out what he likes from uh, that perspective on that front as far as what he thinks is going to happen. Are we going to basically get rid of the SOCON? Are we going to get rid of the Colonial? Are we just going to have Power 5 teams playing baseball now? Are we going to get to a point where teams from the North, like uh, basically the entire Big Ten, are they even going to field baseball teams because they don't turn a profit? Is that something that's going to happen? We'll ask Joe Healy. From Baseball America. Look forward to uh, talking with him tomorrow on the rundown. Don't forget, Teddy Hefner in the mornings from 9 to noon. Teddy had on Xavier McDaniel this morning. Yep, what a great guest that was. I'm going to post that interview on my blog page here in a little while. But Xavier McDaniel was on with Teddy Hefner this morning, talking about the last dance and everything else. Teddy's on every day, 9 to noon. Lawton Swan, the czar of Clemson Sports. 
is on from 4 to 6. Be sure to check out his program as he uh, gets set up and uh, here this afternoon at 4 o'clock. So looking forward to uh, catching Clemson Sports Talk. You can also get the podcast for that show. It'll be up for you. ClemsonSportsTalk.com. All right, so when we come back, we'll put a bow on today's show and uh, get you ready for the end of your Thursday. You've almost made it to the Memorial Day weekend. We'll give you kind of a kick on the way home. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio 1400. Welcome back to the Rundown. Final segment here on a Thursday afternoon, and uh, I always have to talk some college football. Uh, David Pollock came out today and said that his team to beat this upcoming season is the team that he says should have beaten Clemson last year, and that would be Ohio State. You know, I'm tired of hearing people say that. Justin Fields threw more interceptions in that game than he threw all season. So stop with the nonsense that they were supposed to beat Clemson. The referees weren't Michigan fans that were deciding, hey, we're just going to try to screw over Ohio State. That's not what's happening here. They lost the game. You have to dot the I's and cross the T's to, uh, to beat a, a power like Clemson. If you want notes on that, Ohio State fans, here's what you do. Go and find an LSU um, fan, and they'll be happy to tell you about it because that's, that's the way you beat them is like that. Okay? But we will entertain what Mr. Uh, Mr. Pollock says here, who, by the way, normally is a noted SEC apologist, but apparently he's on the Ohio State bandwagon this year. He said on Get Up This Morning, Ohio State had them on the ropes. Justin Fields was limping around. J.K. Dobbins was limping around. I think Justin Fields with another year to mature in the system, he's going to be neck and neck with Trevor Lawrence to see who's drafted first. They found cornerbacks and defensive linemen that are a notch above everybody else in that league. I think Ohio State will continue their reign uh, and continue to run through the Big Ten and at the end of the season have a good chance to be holding that national championship trophy. Um, I think it's fair to say that there's a good chance that there's going to be three teams left at the end of the season, Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State. I think Clemson's better than Ohio State. Sorry. I think Clemson and Alabama will be the teams that will match up by the end of the season, and we'll see if Clemson can get enough offensive line depth to match up with the Crimson Tide. But speaking of Ohio State, Michigan's defensive coordinator has made a promise saying things will be different in future meetings with Ohio State. Saying, quote, this is um, the defensive coordinator, Coach Brown, from uh, Michigan. The Ohio State game was a huge negative for us, Brown said during a video conference with reporters today. I'm not going to live in that world, and I don't want the players to live in that world. We acknowledge it. We move on from it, and hopefully I do a better job because I don't blame our players for everything. You blame the old guy right here, okay? I've got to do a better job getting our guys ready, and I'll promise you I'm going to. So he takes the blame for the fact that Ohio State, I think the past couple of times they played uh, Michigan, They've kind of lit the Wolverines up 30-plus points each time. So at least he took the blame for that. We'll give him that. 
okay? But it's interesting that uh, he takes the blame for that and says that it wasn't his kids' fault, but his kids were out there playing. I mean, is he saying that it took a couple, he hasn't been able to figure out a scheme to slow them down yet? I'm not buying that. Then you got Harbaugh earlier this week talking about Michigan is on the cusp of being a playoff team. Shut up. No, you're not. You have to beat Ohio State. And all of the future bets that you see in Las Vegas, it's not just me saying this, it's the people in Las Vegas. They don't like your chances either. It's going to be a mess either way for Michigan this season. It wouldn't surprise me if at the end of the season we have uh, new coaches at Michigan and Oklahoma. I think both of those coaches are going to move on. Both are probably going to move on to the NFL. So interesting stuff there from uh, David Pollock, who thinks it's going to be Ohio State. That's his team that's going to uh, win the national title this year. I'm in show-me mode, man. you got to figure out uh, what you're going to do as far as that goes. But either way, it'll be interesting. I'm still looking forward to college football season just because – I like the idea of the Big Ten of uh, you got Ohio State there, and then they've got to deal with Michigan, they got to deal with Penn State, and they got to deal with Wisconsin. In in the ACC, Clemson's going to have, I mean, they're so dominant over everybody there. Florida State fans thinking that Mike Norvell is going to do his thing and and rebound them very quickly. I like Coach Satterfield up at Louisville. It's looking forward to that. The SEC, man, LSU fans are priceless. They they think that. In their mind, they're not going to miss a beat. They're just going to come back after getting 16 guys drafted, and they're just going to roll right through the SEC. The, the demise of the LSU program, where they go back to being second in the West, maybe third, maybe fourth, is going to be funny. And funny, I mean by funny, is that they think that they've won everything. And we should just wrap it up right now and just give LSU another title. Hilarious. But the SEC, I think, will come down to um, Alabama and Florida. I think both of those teams will uh, will roll into the SEC championship game, and one of those will head to the college football playoff. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see uh, who shakes out at the end. Tomorrow on the show, as I mentioned, Joe Healy. From Baseball America joins us. We look forward to uh, him showing up and uh, talking a little bit about this big plan that's come out. Also talking about programs that have been canceled or cut. We'll see how that uh, what Joe Healy thinks about that. Also tomorrow, we'll have. Uh, I'm working on getting a couple other guests involved with the program. Talk a little football tomorrow. Uh, maybe some fantasy football tomorrow. Are people getting ready for their fantasy football drafts? That could be uh, happening before too long. By the way, people are allowed to go back to their uh, their campuses. Uh, the NFL is working where guys can actually go and visit their facilities. Things are starting to shape up a little bit here. And we may end up with a football season. It'll be a strange season, but we will have a football season. So looking forward to that as well. 
tomorrow. Don't forget, as I said, Joe Healy and, of course, uh, Teddy Hefner on the air from 9 to noon. Lawton Swan on the air from 4 to 6. Uh, you got to go and check out my blog page, by the way, at FoxSportsRadio1400.com. What's so cool about that? The Superdome has a bid for its naming rights. StripChat.com is going to uh, the adult website there, wants to name it the Strip Chat, jo- uh, Strip Chat Dome. I don't know how that's going to work out. But can you think of all the other industries that are out there where they can name their uh, their stadiums? We're going to have a minor league ballpark called Trojan Ballpark, and they're not talking about the Trojans from, like, you know, Troy. <laughs> they're talking about, of course, the Provalactic. I think I can say that. Trojan Ballpark. <laughs> uh, what, P- Pornhub Dome? Why not? Strap in, folks, with uh, the way the economy's taking a beating here with the pandemic. We may see a lot of this, whereas what we thought was funny before may actually be happening. I don't, I don't want to have to explain to my kids what strip chat means. I don't want, I don't want that, that uh, responsibility. We'll just call it the Superdome. I never really called it the Mercedes-Benz Superdome anyway. I think they get over on a lot of people with naming something like that. I mean, you may have to hear it like in the open or whatever, but to me it's just the Superdome. Or just the Dome if it's in Atlanta. I don't know. We'll talk more about that tomorrow as well. And uh, I've got some football recruiting stuff that we'll get into tomorrow. All kinds of little stuff that we'll have before we get set up for Memorial Day weekend. Don't forget, there will be no show on Monday for myself or Teddy Hefner or our buddy Lawton Swan. So no show. So there's that. Be sure to uh, follow us all on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. Lawton's at Clemson Sports. And Teddy is at the Teddy Hefner. So try to keep up with us if you can on Twitter. We'd appreciate that. Podcast will be up at this show at 5 o'clock. Of course, we'll be back at it tomorrow with Joe Healy. Look forward to chatting with you then. More of the rundown then on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.